Hello and welcome back to the LDS study session with Come Follow Me. This is your host Matthew Roberts and we are now on episode 216 of this podcast. It's We are starting today on our Come Follow Me study for the year 2020. Yes, it's New Year's Eve, but we, I'm just going to go for it today because I can't wait. Uh, and the actual week uh, covers December 30th to January the 5th, so I'm going ahead with that. Uh, and if you want to complain about that, tough. Uh, so we are looking at the introductory pages of the Book of Mormon, uh, which is which is titled Another Testament to Jesus Christ. And today I'm going to focus on uh, the title page of the Book of Mormon in the personal study scripture study section, which has the title The Book of Mormon Can Strengthen My Faith in Jesus Christ. So this uh, part of the study uh, points out that the title page of the Book of Mormon I highlights a number of purposes that the Book of Mormon had. Now. When I went through, I picked out three in particular. Um, the first one, um, where it says, uh, it's to show the remnants of the house of Israel what great things the Lord has done for their fathers. And then the second one, which kind of links to the first one, but it is a second part. It says that they may know the covenants of the Lord. Uh, so the second one is important because it highlights to us the the doctrines and the truths contained in this book, that the covenants of the Lord are included in there. And we know that, that, that um, ordinances such as baptism, priesthood, um, confirmation or receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost, and there are links to the, to the temple in the Book of Mormon as well. Uh, so that is all important uh, when considering that. Uh, but also, in October 2006, in a talk called The Gathering of Scattered Israel, um, President Russell M. Nelson said this, quote, uh, This doctrine of the gathering is one of the important teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. The coming forth of the Book of Mormon is a sign to the entire world that the Lord has commenced to gather Israel and fulfill covenants he made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We not only teach this doctrine, we participate in it. We do so as we help to gather the elect of the Lord on both sides of the veil. The Book of Mormon is central to this work, it declares the doctrine of the gathering. It causes people to learn about Jesus Christ, to believe his gospel, and to join his church. In fact, if there were no Book of Mormon, the promised gathering of Israel would not occur. Close quote. So obviously, really important words there by President Nelson. And I highlighting the importance of this book. Yes, obviously, we'll come on in and on to in a minute. The third reason I picked out is that it brings us closer to Christ. However, this is a, a much wider wider range as well it's not just for us individually to learn more about christ but a whole group a civilization of people who have lost that um truth to be able to be gathered in uh, which is what we term as missionary work in the church today the book of mormon is a key part of this work as president nelson said without it it would be a much more difficult task and in fact it probably could not happen um the third one that I picked out was the convincing of the Jew and Gentile that Jesus is the Christ, the eternal God. Now, um, in October 2016, in a talk called There is Power in the Book, um, this was said by Elder Legrand, uh, oh, sorry, I have to uh, get his name, Elder Legrand R. Curtis Jr. of the 70. Uh, he was talking about the power that the Book of Mormon has to uh, bring us to a knowledge of the Saviour. And he said this, quote, the greatest power of the Book of Mormon is its impact in bringing us closer to Jesus Christ. It is a strong witness of him and his redeeming mission. 
Through it, we come to, the und to understand the majesty and power of his atonement. It teaches his doctrine clearly. And because of the magnificent chapters describing the visit of the risen Christ to the Nephites, we see and experience him loving, blessing and teaching those people and will come and come to understand that he will do the same for us if we come to him by living his gospel. Close quote. Um, again, you know, I could I could have given a number of different quotes about from different people about how the Book of Mormon is um, designed also to bring us to a convincing that Jesus is the Christ. Uh, that is obviously one of the major reasons of, that we have this book. Now, obviously, we know that these reasons are outlined in this uh, title page. We might, or we might think that it was useful to have this title page. Um, but something that I, I, I must have known this because I did write this down. <laughs> I was looking, I was first initially reading this section uh, on my phone and then when I came to prepare f to do this podcast, I opened up my scriptures, which I always have with me uh, wherever I can, wherever can, I can take them with me um, to, to have revelatory experiences. Um, I have written this, but um, this title page isn't actually written or composed or drafted by Joseph Smith, which I don't know, maybe perhaps because we presume it's been it's an introduction by him to it we presume it's by him but no this is actually written by the hand of mormon um which is important uh, in fact uh, joseph smith said this quote i wish to mention here that the title page of the book of mormon is a literal translation taken from the very last leaf on the left hand side of the collection or book of plates which contain the record which has been translated the language of the whole running the same as all hebrew writing in general and that said title page is not by any means a modern composition, either of mine or of any other man who has lived or does live in this generation, close quote. Uh, and I think that's an important point, because what I, want, what I wish to do uh, before I close this study session, um, and I, I, I've managed to pack this in within 10 minutes, which is good, because there's a lot to take in. Uh, I mean, we've not even talked about the introduction itself. And then, of course, there's the three witnesses, the eight witnesses, and the testimony of the prophet Joseph Smith which all of which uh, will be a lot to get through over a few over a few days. But I wanted to, to make mention of these things here. A while ago, I went through this title page alone, you know, the two paragraphs that we have uh, in front of us, and I looked at the facts that we have of this miraculous nature of the Book of Mormon. What is outlined within these two paragraphs alone, which indicates to us the importance and how miraculous this book is. Firstly, that it was written for a people around about 1,500 years later than, it, than it, when it was, you know, finished or concluded. We know this because it says in the title page, it was written to the Lamanites who are the remnant of the house of Israel. So this, this was put together for our day, uh, which is, you know, miraculous in itself. Talk about forward planning. Uh, also, when it was written, it was done so by prophecy and by revelation to make it applicable today. So we know the verses very well where Moroni says, I know you're doing. Um, and so it has been compiled and certain stories and certain events have been handpicked for this record for us today, which I think is also fascinating and important to remember as we begin our study of this book this year. Uh, the third thing I picked out from it was it was hidden and protected by the Lord until the present day, which, of course, you know, was miraculous. Um, number four, it was revealed by the Lord in a miraculous fashion. So not only was the, the making of it and burying of it or, or keeping it hidden miraculous enough, 
but the fact that an angel appeared to this young um, boy, as it were, as it, as he was at the time, um, you know, th through the years as he was taught and educated to then be able to receive that record was uh, miraculous in itself. It came forth, fifth one, it came forth um, in the Lord's time frame, not too late, but not too soon, uh, in, as it says, to come forth in due time by way of the Gentile. Uh, so, you know, this book came at a certain time for a certain reason. There had to be enough time for the Lord's kingdom to be established on the earth to begin this work, but it couldn't come too so it couldn't come too late or too close to the Lord's second coming, but it couldn't come too early either because you know there may be reasons that there is a specific time for this to happen. Um, the sixth thing I picked out that was miraculous about it was that it was obviously interpreted by the gift and power of God. Uh, and um, that's an important part of, that we'll need to consider. Uh, the seventh, the events of the people recorded and the miracles themselves. I mean, we're talking about how this is a miraculous record. Well, the, the actual stories and events and things that we learn in there are miraculous in themselves to learn about that those things happened. Uh, number eight that I picked out, it teaches people today of ancient covenants that can bless their lives now for eternity. And that's where it talks about, you know, one of the important, well, the last two things I picked out really was what the manual asks, the purposes. So learning about these ancient covenants, which apply to us, all of us today, as we accept and come unto the Saviour. And also, most importantly, to, to be convinced and to know that Jesus is the Christ. So, you know, a lot packed into that there in just two paragraphs. But... Um, we cannot overlook this book, and so I'm grateful that we're going to be studying it this year. If there's anything that you've been studying so far, I'd love to hear it at mattsroberts90 or email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you for your time, and until we meet again.